0: I killed the last honorable man 15 In years honor ago, of Priest Fallon. Defeat my enemy, I extinguish his life, and consume him as I consume these flames. Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema, your weekly movie review podcast. As always, I'm your first favorite bartender, third favorite author, Josh Price, and I am joined by my co-host Greg and our producer Shasti. Hey, hey. Nope, nope. Glad to be here. Now, uh, I know I seem a little somber, but that's just because the uh, the topic of discussion today is a little bit uh, heavier. So Black this week, on. this week we're going to be reviewing the Gangs of New York. This movie came out in 2002. It was directed by Martin Scorsese. It had a budget of 100 million dollars mm-hmm. and a box office return of 193.8 million. So okay. not quite as big as I expected but still, you know, a successful film as still gets a lot of play, lot of play nowadays yeah. for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. And uh I I mean this this kind of falls into Scorsese's uh historical realm. He likes to do movies that are based on true stories or like we've got uh we've got this, we've got um Goodfellas and I be- he did uh Wolf of Wall Street, right? I believe so. And also so, yeah. a lot of
1: other like musicians, mm-hmm. you know, like the yeah. last Waltz. Last like Waltz. That. Yeah. And that was his first big one. one.
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So this is this is definitely in his vein, but it's <laughs> definitely his oldest gangster film. <laughs> um so this movie's set in the mid eighteen sixties. I believe uh the majority of the film takes place in like eighteen sixty four. Mm-hmm. So right in the middle of uh of the Civil War. And, you know, we had we had race riots going on. We had uh, we had conscription riots Draft and n- riots. New York was just yep. upside down. Yep. And so that's the setting for possibly one of the most violent popular movies to be made. Right. Like this is more violent, I'd say, than even Braveheart. I mean, yeah. I mean, that opening sequence
1: and the ending sequence that they bookmark mm-hmm. so crazy. Yeah. Um, so much going on. I mean, lethal, violent, but very, mm-hmm. very choreographed and very well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, starting at the end might not be a bad idea because uh, with a movie like this, you expect with all the buildup for the revenge story, you expect there to be this big showdown between, you know, know, our big bad and our big Mm -hmm. good. And that almost happens. And then all of a sudden, the military starts to fire upon the city and just... Chaos ensues,
1: mm-hmm. and you kind of realize how small that their mm-hmm. vengeance story really is at that point. Yeah, Which a lot of people were turned off by that ending, you know, because it was kind of a anticlimactic feel to it. But I mean, at the end, the bad guy, bad guy got his day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. And it's, uh I don't know, I kind of like this movie better than even like The Godfather. I think it's, well. it's 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 well. paced really well. I mean, it's it's a long movie, but it's paced well. Mm um and it it tells a story that i i engage with in ways that i don't engage with a a lot of gangster films Mm, right so it's uh because so many of scorsese's films and and films in that vein talk about uh the the rags to riches but they they get to the point of opulence so quickly Mm -hmm. that you don't really see the main character struggle but in this movie even the guy at the top, even Bill the Butcher, is not necessarily a man of opulence. Right. He still lives in the slums. Right. He just happens to be, you know, the richest poor person.
1: Mm-hmm. And to add to that, um, I didn't. It's weird because following uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character, you kind of There's a lot of weird convolution in this movie. In this movie, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you don't. At the end, you're not really necessarily rooting for for Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, from what I, from what I gather, what I took away, it's like he went from like that guy. You're like, yeah, go get him. Mm-hmm. But the Bill, the butcher, like he, he grows on you, and you realize that they're yes. they're very much the same kind of person. So like it's it's almost like evil versus evil. At the end of this movie, it's kind of
0: uh, bad versus evil. It, you yeah. know, when he yeah. at
1: first, you know, you're you know, Amsterdam <clears throat> sent a you know boarding school or you know mm-hmm. whatever it was called, and you want him to come back and kill that guy mm-hmm. that killed his dad. But then you realize that they're both walk, walking a, a parallel path and mm-hmm. him being under the wing of, of the butcher and everything like that. It's like, is there really a good versus evil story here? Or is yeah. it just, like, it's, it, it seems like more of a
0: Civil War story kind of thing or a, a, yeah. a nation in strife kind of mm-hmm. story. Well, there's there's definitely uh, a lot of humanization of mm-hmm. our villain here. Because, like, even in in the opening scene, in after the fight with Priest Valon, uh, bill the butcher's like no one is to touch this priest right he was an honorable man no over one hold. takes no one takes a trophy from mm-hmm. his body so for as despicable as he is he does have some qualities that you can't hate mm-hmm. and i like that in a villain right. because i i mean nobody's pure evil mm-hmm. nobody like there's a reason that you know serial killers are so well liked it's like <laughs> nobody's that bad they just do things that are that mm. bad and Bill the Butcher is a really good example of that where he does take this orphan under his wing not knowing who he is mm. even after he finds out who he is is willing to give the kid the benefit of the doubt until right. you know Amsterdam that attempts thrown. to yeah. Yeah. yeah and I don't know it makes it it makes I it know. a very <laughs> difficult it, it makes it tough to to dislike him even though when you look at it on paper he's absolutely the villain mm. right and i think that goes into how
1: perfect Dana day lewis was for this role um, yeah. I, I don't I, we've talked about a lot of different villains and how they you know, they fill the role very well and casting yeah. was great the performance he gave i'll I, I rival against any performance that has ever walked film history yeah what he did with that character pure greatness i swear yeah, <laughs> like totally. chef's kiss to that one you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he, I mean, he's he's really kind of the last of a dying breed as far as true method actors method, go. yeah, okay. Where, I mean, Jared Leto, people like to say he's a method actor. No, he's just a dick. <laughs> like, but in reality, like, Daniel Day-Lewis absorbs his roles. Mm. And it, it, it's not like they become him. It's he he really tries to get into the head of those people that he's, he's portraying yeah. so that he can, if he has to believe the role, he has mm-hmm. to believe what he's doing, and I was. You can told, tell like, that he Much, much
1: like a lot of the Joker, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Nicholson and and Keith Le- uh, Ledger, mm-hmm. they didn't. He didn't break role through like the whole right. realm of it. And I guess it, from what I, I was reading, or I'm sorry, I, I saw an interview. Um, it took Scorsese a long time to get him into this role. He mm-hmm. he was he hasn't acted in five years. He was done with it kind of thing. Yeah. And to hear like this, this British actor, <laughs> you know, kind of like soft spoken at times to. Mm-hmm to have that crossover to to the butcher man it's like holy
2: smokes it takes a toll on you you yeah i mean absolutely because he like you said he does he didn't break he didn't break that role one time Mm. it's you can argue that he didn't break that role even when he went home true Mm -hmm. and the entire time prepping for the movie like he was taking he was taking lessons from from butchers Mm -hmm. on how Uh, to properly cut meat yeah yeah. so he can be educated like sit there with a knife and the the, the one and the color and it's
1: sharpened yeah yeah yeah.
2: yeah I mean it, it's just one of things the, like he, he didn't He takes that home with him When everybody yeah. clocks out From right. work At the end of the day Lewis takes that role Home mm-hmm. with him And
1: yep. You, know. and you I mean, can see it why he was reluctant maybe You yeah. know <laughs> it's, a lot, like, it. it's a lot to take on Is yeah, what I'm
2: saying absolutely. You know what I mean Like he's got to be Thinking about that As he's absolutely. As he's looking at a script well, mm-hmm. It's a three hour movie right. Yeah I've, right. I've, You know <laughs> It's I mean, it's I mean, for sure. think Absolutely. about how
0: beautiful those cuts were. <laughs> right. Like, I did notice that. Yeah, and just like, his man, nice skills, this is just how, he, how he
1: wields it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just like you, 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 comfortability in that. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like just, vocal
2: lessons for yeah. how people in New York talk to that type of city.
1: I think Leo did too, from what I understand too. I mean, there was, I mean, up and down. I mean, the mm-hmm. huge actors in this movie. You know what I mean? Like Leonardo, Danny Lewis, Cameron Diaz. Uh, jim broadbent john c Riley, liam mm-hmm. neeson i mean come on like this is, this is a yeah. huge movie you know i mean it's just they all did really well
0: well and i think like we think about leo as being this phenomenal actor today i don't think he would be on the level that he's at without having having worked side by side with daniel day lewis yeah. right. and brendan gleason and scorsese right
1: and the company scorsese movies he's been in mm-hmm. you know what i mean obviously saw yeah. something in the kid i mean this movie was nominated for
0: think 10 Oscars I and mean, didn't win any of them but yeah. to
1: be nominated for that many roles mm-hmm. supporting a- actors and
0: yeah. main it's
1: it's noteworthy for sure yeah
0: absolutely and it's just it it's just unfortunate because it's also it's going up against the Lord of the Rings in so and it what's funny is like the guy who scored the Lord of the Rings Howard Shore also scored this film I'm a busy man huh? so he was well, out for an Oscar yeah he was gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get, it gonna get it get one it way or another for sure, for sure and I mean I would say the only thing I don't like about this movie is Bono's stinking lyrics over that last song. <laughs> like, if oh, it's just the, the, the closing, music, if it's the just the music band, for the hands yeah. that built yeah. America, it's wonderful. Yeah. As soon as Bono starts singing, it's like, ah, you phoned this one in. <laughs> I should have been flogging Molly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. It was bad. Yeah, something Irish. Like the, I mean, the music itself is good. Yeah. I mean, th- even th- those that, like, lyrics. Random, just, random like,
1: Horn, like a recorder, like, you know, it's like a piercing, but it's like mm-hmm. it's so necessary they'd a add to act the... it. I mean, it was like a whistle bagpipe. But it wasn't even okay. like a bagpipe. It was like a, a fucked up flute. It was an effect that Edge had
2: on it. <laughs>
0: nice. mean the The wrestler Edge. Yeah. Rated our superstar. There you go.
1: No, the movie moves. It moves really well. I mean, there's so much to pack into this like two-hour, mm-hmm. three-hour, almost movie. We're talking political crap yeah. um, that crosses over into the religion, and mm-hmm. you know the same kind of stuff we've been fighting for centuries. You know, Protestants yeah. versus Catholics, social
2: issues, class issues.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it, it,
0: very and much.
2: The, yeah,
1: the troubles in Ireland, and you know, a lot of that stuff. A lot of those cool. The cool part about this movie is not necessarily all factual. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Scorsese moved around and, and made the story mm-hmm. what he wanted, but they use like. These big pictures, these big scopes of you know camera mm-hmm. p- that were true to like say the narr- uh, the papers mm-hmm. and, of that time, like the the lynchings that were going on and in the, the bombs and and how it kind of closely matched up to what, the, what these f- the, the firemen or yeah. you know volunteer firefighters fire were brigades, actually fi- yeah. fire, fighting each other over this kind of they stuff. They were and, gangs. It, and it was political. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's really looking at it now. It's like holy smokes, like this is kind of a, and the detail that goes mm. into this these scenes these 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 sets, it' groundbreaking. I mm-hmm. feel like you know the only problem I have with this movie is there is a little bit too much information mm-hmm. at one time, and it's hard to grasp. You know, it's, I've watched it plenty of times. This yeah. one, it it's a little bit bogged down in the center, mm-hmm. and you, but I think that was intentional because they wanted to kind of draw off of the vengeance story mm-hmm. and bring it back into like kind of an American history story. Yeah, I don't know.
0: That's just kind of what I took. Well, I mean, you can kind of make a comparison to Seabiscuit, where both of these films are based on books that are like nonfiction books that are made into more or less biopics. Seabiscuit is more, you know, very much about a a factual person, whereas Amsterdam is a product of... Historical fiction, but everybody around him was real. Right, like the cop was real. Mm-hmm. um Like Happy Jack yep. and Bill the Butcher was real. Yeah, William, uh, William Pool. Yeah, yeah, and
1: Tammany Hall was a, was a real place. They used real yeah signatures of of, of the city. So Five there's points, yeah. and
0: and real life doesn't fall into three act structures. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, I, in order to to get a film like this, you have to either amplify certain aspects of reality and, and kind of uh you know exaggerate them or you have to cut off the story at a certain point which i think um he does a good job of because it, after the fight with bill the butcher the story just ends mm-hmm. and it's like we're going to be forgotten you know and there's that closing narration where everything that happened here today will just be forgotten to the sands of time mm-hmm and it we watch the graves get overgrown right. and, and the city yeah the, soul, the city builds up, up yeah. The mm-hmm. f- yeah and then there's that final shot with you know the twin, the twin towers. towers yeah, yeah. 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 which you you, <laughs> you realize this film was it, this was filmed in 2001 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if they had if they had missed filming by even a couple of months those yeah, wouldn't yeah, have been there yeah. right. so even in context of our history our current history today mm-hmm. it holds a very special place yeah yeah. Um, but yeah I'm. my thoughts are, are a little muddled just because there are so many mm-hmm. um, there's, a, there's a lot about this movie that I I find very endearing mm-hmm. and I, I it's not even necessarily the character of Amsterdam despite how good Leo does it's not uh, anything in particular that I latch onto it's just this, all these pieces come together so well yeah. that it's greater than the sum of its parts yeah it's
1: yeah, a good way to put it for sure Putting some parts together. I would like to give you a little (laughs) bit of history
0: about our drink today. All right. So, New York in the 1860s was, uh, it had a very uh, high Irish population. The Irish made whiskey. Obviously. All All right. So, the Manhattan, naturally, was a whiskey drink. Now, the original Manhattan recipe was equal parts whiskey and vermouth. So what you have in front of you today is oh ounce and a half, an <laughs> ounce and a half of whiskey, an ounce and a half vermouth, three splashes of our cherry bitters, okay. and a quarter ounce of simple syrup. Now, you'll notice there is no maraschino cherry in here, and that's because even though in the 1860s, 1870s, the maraschino cherry did come to America, it was such a delicacy that it would not have been available in the five points. Unless so you it, have just rammer horns or whatever. <laughs> you would you have right. a Manhattan that would have been drank in that time period in that area. Salud. So Cheers, Irish. boys. Cilantro.
1: Irish. <laughs> <sighs> okay.
0: Mm. Woody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <clears throat> I I kinda like this balance more than like modern Manhattans. Mm. Like a modern Manhattan is only like a half ounce of vermouth. Mm-hmm uh i i like this this balance of one to one it's
1: it's much more smooth and it goes with the movie because there is that great balance you you kind of left off on is can't pick out one thing that's great about this movie it's it's set it's Mm -hmm. play it's character it's it's growth it's acting it's it's a phenomenal movie i mean like i said the the middle is a little bit muddled for me but looking back Mm -hmm. it's all
0: there you know what i mean it's it's really all there well this is this is a, a phenomenal script with phenomenal actors in the hands of a phenomenal director you know and and even Howard Shore one of the greatest film composers this is just firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. I in all honesty the only reason it wasn't winning Oscars was it was up against films like the Lord of the Rings in 2002 yeah so it's it's not for its own lack I know and there was so much of that like
1: 10 year span where it's like
2: Leo deserves an Oscar yeah. give Leo an Oscar well he had to be mauled by a bear to get an Oscar <laughs> yeah, right, so. right.
1: that's pretty much like here it's like a gift right. but whatever
0: no it's I love this movie I yeah. really do and no, like same. I said like watching it this time I realized I like it better than The Godfather I think it's it's a more cohesive gangster film which is really what it is mm-hmm. now not necessarily gangster in the terms of Michael Corleone but you know it's a gang banging movie, mm-hmm. and it's probably the most American <laughs> pastime. Gang banging, you know, like even though they kind of toned down organized crime. Yeah, it gang- well, it's, it's not even organized. <laughs> I know you're right. But it's, I mean, like the, like, we, too, like the,
1: even to draw back into that history, uh, history aspect. The the, the Bowery Boys, mm-hmm. legit. Dead Rabbits, legit. Like they the, he kept it close enough mm-hmm. to the history or the history story <laughs> then. You know, one would realize, because, I mean, I watching this, I would be like, ah, half of this is bullshit. Yeah. It is, but it's not. I mean, the, the setting and timing can be off. The technology during that time could be mm-hmm. set wrong. But the people who use, like, uh, William uh, Poole was mm-hmm. Bill the Butcher um, at that time. And he's, they held on to, like, his last quote, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, finally I'll be uh, killed as I, an American... I, I, I die as a as a true American. As a true American, I mean that's that's on his headstone. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean that's, these are real people. Some of them,
2: yeah. <laughs> some of them, they most use, of them, but, yeah. yeah so if not, they're based off of. Right. Yeah,
0: like even even the uh, Hellcat Mary, mm-hmm. like she was she was a notorious mm-hmm. member of of the Dead Rabbits, mm-hmm. and like those claws that she had, that that was really her trademark. Right, right. So there's there is a lot of historical accuracy here, and. I, I'd be willing to go out on a limb here and say it's more historically accurate than a lot of historical films. Right. Sure, there's some anachronistic uh, technology, but that's that's true of, of every historical mm-hmm. film. They always get something in the wardrobe wrong or, to, or something. Yeah. yeah, it's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for the most part, this is this is grounded very well yeah. in its time.
1: And I think also bringing in camera work on that helps too, because- uh, being able to have that broad span of like gang versus gang, almost mm-hmm. like on a on dirt shots, and, mm-hmm. and like I said, I talked about choreography yeah. and and adding a little bit of flair here and there, and just movement. Mm-hmm. The movement it, it was just insane for this. I mean, when they wanted stationary, it was stationary. Mm-hmm. When it was. When it was when the, when the movie was moving, it was moving. It, yeah. I mean, it kind of goes into that timing aspect we were talking about, which helps move it along quite a bit for a two-hour yeah. forty-five-minute movie. You know, it's just it's easy watch. At the end, you're like, "Holy crap!" You know, like, <laughs> "When's it gonna end?" But
0: well, it's it's uh, see, I don't feel that way again. Yeah. It's very emotional. It's just the me ending
1: the end. for me, like that anticlimactic ending I was talking about. It's just you know, see, you I like that. You want to see like that, that that like blood and guts kind of thing, but you know, here come cannonballs from a ship that doesn't ex- doesn't matter to
0: the movie whatsoever. <laughs> Which well, is a good spin on it. it. It does matter though, and so here's where I'm going to challenge you. Here's line. where I'm going to challenge you. Yeah. yeah, So the the moment the the moment the uh, conscription riots or the draft riots begin, that is when we start to telescope out from this singular moment where it's it's this fight between a bunch of historically un, uh, insignificant people. Mm-hmm to what was going on in, in Manhattan yeah. and in and, and the city at that time. And we're just telescoping out to the Civil War mm-hmm. so that it, it's almost a dual telescope where the, the story is telescoping out. And then right. at the very end, when Leo's giving his, his closing narration and he's talking about how, you know, everyone's going to forget what happened here today and we're watching the city grow and overgrow mm. and forget, both of those like we've seen three visuals
2: they were already painting yeah the yep. they were giving
0: us those those ideas mm. so that that narration hits home yeah and that's why when it goes to black and just the gangs of new york mm. graphic that moment lingers with you mm. and, and also I, the, it, it was very butcher
1: also earlier in that movie um, not too far um, from the end says civilization's crumbling yeah you know i'm, I'm you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's pretty much a uh, just kind of crossing hands like Mm -hmm. generation gap kind of thing which i think a lot of it came down to anyway was his old man versus this gangster this butcher and there was like a kind of a trade-off like a almost Mm -hmm. like a uh, uh, relay runner you know i mean he just passing the baton kind of Mm -hmm. thing and even though they were supposed to be good versus evil good versus bad vengeance Mm -hmm. it was the same thing it was passing that baton to to get to that next chapter and show the growth you know Mm -hmm. so it was done really well, man. This is a really good movie for sure.
0: Yeah, and I mean to, to tag on to what you're talking about there, I mean Brendan Gleeson's character, you know he he tries to bring the bring the five points into that next stage. He's yeah, he's like, we can either battle it Bower out,
1: Sheriff. Mc- yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: We can either battle yeah. it out, you know, in the, in the old the old ways, right. or you can come up here and we can have a civilized conversation. Right. We can try and yep. solve our our differences diplomatically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or I think he says democratically. Democratically, yeah. Yeah. Or, so, yeah. and then he gets a cleaver to the back. Yeah, which shows <laughs> you know? that Bill was never going to step into do the that. next day, yeah, exactly. The next stage exactly. of the world, and Amsterdam now has the chance to leave Sam uh, leave for San Francisco, and and live in this new world mm-hmm. as a new man, and because he he watched so many of his friends die, mm-hmm. and he watched what the old ways do to a society. Mm-hmm. Like we are. It's almost barbaric the way this country came into its own. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Like, it it makes me proud that we aren't like that now, Mm -hmm. that there were men like that sheriff who stood up and said, I can either bash your brains in or we can sit down and talk Mm -hmm. and we can be men. Because we're talking about a time period where the understanding of what it meant to be a man was moving from caveman to politician <laughs> right right and, and
1: then this guy just yeah went from caveman yeah. to politician to martyr yeah so it, it moves it moves
0: it does it does and there's and it moves yeah there's just so much power in the in the dialogue here and Scorsese is not usually known for his his particular dialogue. Like yes, it's good, mm-hmm. but he's not usually in the conversation with Tarantino or the Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, but he creates scenes. He does, and, he and in this movie, he creates the dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's very it's very poignant and memorable. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we can we can spout these lines off. It's a three hour movie, and we've given most of the memorable lines right. here in this conversation. Well, I mean, there's a few that we can't really talk about. But right. <laughs> yeah. I Which mean, is funny
1: too, but it, you know, it also showed the time. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Irish were the, you know, the, the minority, the the people that were hated coming yeah. over on these boats but yeah. by like that 1500 a week they said or fifteen thousand a week, yeah. you know. So it's, I mean, I'm Irish. You're Irish. Mm-hmm. You, you might be a little Irish, you know. <laughs> we're all Irish, you know, kind of. Thing. So it's it's one of those things that they wrap your head around what we're dealing mm-hmm. with now. They took our jobs, kind of stuff. Come on, man. Yeah, like,
0: it's always we've always been, been a melting pot. Come on, we've always yeah. been this way. Yeah, and the. the this really shows that like that we've we've always Bill the Butcher says he, he led by fear. Mm-hmm. You know he kept control by using fear and that's what our leaders have always done. You know there's always been a faction of the population a faction of our leadership that has m- tried to make us afraid of the other mm-hmm. and it's very tribalistic. And I think we are in a we are in a period of time currently where we can look at this movie and we can we have a chance to learn from our mistakes and we have a chance to not fall into these same rivalries and mm-hmm. and, and tribalistic tendencies
1: right and it goes to religion too i mean that's yeah i mean one would say that religion's based on fear as well um and we even been the, the Protestants for catholics same mm-hmm. kind of fight we've been talking about since the crusades you know yeah. what i mean it's, it's it's nothing new under the sun yeah. right i mean it's it's just a good callback and kind of... Ironically, that check. line is from a religious text. But. <laughs> of course, that's what I mean. But, <laughs> no, it's...
0: I guess that's where, I, where I'm going to end yeah. up there. That's, I mean, to go any further would be to really give away this, the, the gems of the movie. And I think it's important that if you haven't seen this movie, please go watch it. Um, it's available for streaming. Obviously, it's been on DVD for absolutely ever. Um, it is worth watching and rewatching, watching uh, But here at Sippable Opinions we like to rate our movies out of 100 tacos with zero tacos being the worst and 100 being the best. Grego, yes. what is your taco score for Gangs of New York? Love the
1: movie. Not my favorite Scorsese flick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give this 86 86, 86 okay. on my taco rating um, It's worth every bit Of those 86 tacos Throw some extra guac On there it's, <laughs> Stark was, difference From our you're last gonna, You're gonna take a lot From this movie Whether it's the first time Second time Third time you watch it A million times over here, There's something to take away and Yeah Break I'm uh, not breakout Performance But these the actors In this movie Which I usually touch on Quite a bit we, mm-hmm. we haven't really shared Too much about them Awesome job Daniel Day-Lewis You know Leonardo DiCaprio I mean uh, Down the line Great yeah. acting Great set Detail oriented movie mm-hmm. Fantastic Cameo
2: work That's where I
1: stand yeah. Watch the movie
2: Shasti I'll give Gangs of New York An 88 Okay 88 tacos Um Yeah like Greg, what Greg was saying About this set I wish you know We had a whole Another half hour Just right. to like Talk about that But yeah. I believe That's the, you know The best set Of any movie We've covered and yeah nothing yeah. comes close. Like Clue is the next one, mm-hmm. and that's nowhere close <laughs> to this. Yeah. And like yeah. what went into this, but beyond the what I believe is the greatest son in the world, uh, what I believe is the greatest actor who's still alive, and Daniel Day Lewis, mm-hmm. and one of the greatest directors ever, Marty, and mm-hmm. and the script, honestly too. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we, we we touched a little bit on the um, the amount of characters and the development. It's like you have. You know, you're lucky enough to get two main actors, mm-hmm. main roles in, in this in this film, but every other one of the supporting actors almost has mm-hmm. their own yeah. prequel within the story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. With it being three hours, you get two stories for mm-hmm. every one of these other, pretty much every character yeah, except yeah. for Bill. Yeah. You get two stories. You really, you really get immersed in the five points, including Amsterdam. So, yeah. uh, eighty. Eight, I said.
0: 89? I think he said eight. I said eighty-six. He, he said I think I said
2: eighty-nine, but I'm going eighty-eight. Eight. All right, one
0: of those. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm <laughs> gonna that. give this a ninety-three. Okay. okay. This is You're this go is down. a top one hundred film for me. Um, so for me, I, I try to keep my my '90s ratings as like the top one hundred films ever, and yeah. I think this is one of those movies. Uh, this is. A movie you have to see both as like if you like if you like movies, you should watch it. If you like history, you need to watch it. Mm -hmm. If you're a filmmaker, if you want to be a filmmaker, if you want to understand film, Mm -hmm. this is a movie to watch because like we've been talking about the acting, the directing, the sound, the sound design. Look at something cool. It's visually stimulating Mm -hmm. the
1: entire movie. So yes, like the no, you're
0: fine. You're fine. There's there's so many elements of filmmaking that are pristine Mm -hmm. in this project, that it falls among the greats for me mm-hmm. you know this is this is our julius caesar <laughs> you know um and we will watch that someday uh but yeah do we have the uh uh the rotten tomatoes uh score let's take a look here wow, right so wow Lord, so we have a critic score of 73 and an audience score of 81. Wow. So people clearly don't feel the way about it that I do It's okay But it's Because there's a lot going on mind. You know the people
1: the, the, This is an yeah. AD mo- ADD movie You know what I mean It's like it's there's so much going on There's so much to this take is, in in, yeah. in a short amount of time we talk about these big, epic movies, Godfather, mm-hmm. and, you know, types of those direction. Not everybody can internalize that. It took that. me three, three
2: sessions over, <laughs> over three <laughs> right. days just because so I want to make I'm sure saying. I'm not... I'm, not dozing yeah. off on it. Yeah. To I'm the first person watch. who's going to get up and start pacing around. <laughs> not a, out of boredom from the movie, but... <laughs> right. Yeah. Of
0: course. Based off what you're saying. <laughs> of course, yeah. This is this is definitely not a movie They're for a short attention, <laughs> but still give it a shot. Still yeah. give it a shot. Um, audience... Hop down in the comments and let us know what your taco rating is for Gangs of New York. Do you agree with us? Do you agree with Rotten Tomatoes? Let us know why. As for the other stuff, you know all that. Like, subscribe. Hop down to our Patreon if you'd like to support us a little bit more. We got some fun stuff going on there. We got a new pilot coming out soon. Some okay. new shows. Some new projects. Super exciting for said, sure. Super exciting. Grego, Shasti, Josh. Thank you for audience. coming along. This was a this was a, a, a great jaw session. Great job, Sash. I uh, I love this movie and I love talking about it with you guys. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, You know, pumpkin time has arrived. We gotta say goodbye.
2: Well done.